Hey everyone, welcome back to AMG Hobby Talk, episode 19. No bonus player today. He's off somewhere in the distance. If you listen with your ear out there, you can probably hear him sing songs. We'll talk about more of that later when uh, when he comes back. We'll talk about that. So first of all, Steve, collectors, scallops, collectors, people, how are you today? Uh, great for a Tuesday because it's our Monday, but uh, <laughs> getting things organized and ready to rock. Nice, nice. Sherry, how are you today? Wonderful. Yes, and you're in the you're words in the of Blair. In the words of Blair, and you're also yeah. and you're also in the office today, so you got the oh, different yeah. background and everything. So that's fair. Yeah. Uh, one one other thing, since Steve mentioned it before we actually hit record, it was funny because it completely threw me off. I knew it was obvious in, in Ontario; it's called Family Day. That's what they refer to it here as. But since it's not a stat holiday, Canada Post was actually delivering, and it, <laughs> and it basically blew my mind. But the yeah. supermarket was closed, so I'm like, all right, I'm confused. Canada Post literally takes every opportunity to not deliver. And then my supermarket's closed for the day. I, I, I didn't understand. <laughs> what we, I couldn't get my head around it. I was like, okay, never mind. Forget it. Uh, it was just it, very strange. Very strange. I didn't mind the extra day off. The long weekend was good, though. Just the same. So Definitely. that was So a couple of things we're going to run through today. Uh, specifically, the emphasis later on at the very end of the episode is going to be on clear cut. Uh, we've actually got a nice variety of different clear cut cards. So that's going to be the emphasis. It's going to be very... You know, if you guys like your hockey, you're going to get pretty much all hockey today on the what came in the shop here. A lot of clear cut, but some really cool cards that I'll be able to showcase for you in a minute. I want to do want to read off a couple of comments from the last episode. One of the most maritime card collector that said, hey, I'm just asking, but do you guys know what the summer show schedule will be? I'm asking because I want to plan a vacation around the show. Now, obviously, your miles will vary. I'll go actually over the next three months of them. It won't take us right completely into the summer, but you can get pretty much a, the, the gist of it. Uh, the trade nights tend to be the last Friday of the month. And then oftentimes, now Sherry, help me out of this. Oftentimes, the show usually follows that trade night. In exactly. A lot of cases. Yeah. Yeah. The, usually the uh, the trade night's the last Friday of every month, and then the show would be the last Saturday of every month. Um, there is one anomaly in April. Let me bring that back up there. Yeah. So the show will be um, trade night February 23rd, the show February 24th. Then we have the next show, March 29th, or the next trade night, sorry, March 29th, with the show following March 30th. Then come April, because of the Toronto Expo, um, we will have the trade night April 12th with the show on April 13th. Now, we don't have any further dates at this time. We will announce those as they become available, but the venue will stay the same for the rest of 2024. Perfect. And as I said, as you mentioned, uh, on a regular basis, for the most part, as we get closer to it, it'll be finalized and confirmed. Mm -hmm. But you can see here, just showing the next one here, it, it generally speaking follows that pattern, give yeah. or take. The last Friday of the month, especially when there isn't a Toronto Expo or something going on that throws off mm -hmm. the schedule. But otherwise, within reason, if that's the case, and if that happens, more often than not, the following day is the card show. That's kind it. of a good rule of thumb, you know, sight unseen. You know, stay tuned if uh, if schedule changes, but that usually is a pretty good follow up on that. So that was the first one. So hopefully that helps Maritime Card Collector. And the second one here was uh, Al, who is a gentleman who actually purchased that Jerome Ginla card that we had uh, featured, the patch one. He did include here a message and he says, my sincere thanks everyone at AMG Collectibles. I purchased the Ginla patch auto eight of eight and was thrilled to add it to my Ginla PC. And I actually will share for you uh, his Instagram posting on it. I did kind of allude that I knew who it was uh, and he did actually reach out and say it was okay to share it. So. I will include a link to this post of his Instagram, and you can check it out here once again. There is the patch and the Jerome Ginla card, an excellent one. And he's got a tremendous Jerome Ginla PC. So if you're interested in that, check it out because it's extensive. It's a very good, it's a very good uh, top tier kind of player collection. 
So thank you to Al for giving us uh, the go ahead to be able to share that with you. So good stuff on that. Now, one more thing we'll touch on here. There is a new service. So we know that uh, related to AMG and the card shop is integrated with PSA Canada. Uh, there, there are some connections. I think they know each other a little bit. They, they communicate occasionally. <laughs> so, so the point is, though, as part of that, there is also uh, going to be a review and prep service. So I'll quickly run down a couple of bullet points. And if I miss anything, Sherry, please uh, feel free to add it in there. Sure thing. So basically, this is something optional that you can have if you wish. And I'll, I'll cover a couple of things in there. It's examination of raw items, uh, an evaluation report with estimated grades, card wiping and prep. So it's kind of a, a complement to the grading portion of it, if you wish, as part of that. Uh, so there is a gentleman, Rod, uh, who is actually the one who's doing that. Uh, no other employee of AMG shall handle the items outside of time submission during pickup. So it minimizes the amount of extra hands on it. So again, it is optional. You're not required to do it, but it's just something you can have if you wish. Um, when the items are reviewed and prepped, a uh, billing team will send you an invoice via email. All, all correspondence will come from AMG Bedford email or hardersportscards at Gmail. So just giving you the rundown on that. Also, there is a sheet that covers a lot of these elements and the pricing. Uh, upon a completion of pickup, you can choose what items you want to submit for grading. So again, it is something you can do as kind of a pre-service. Uh, and if you want to then have it, it's something that I've seen offered in a couple different places. So this is specific. Review of surface, corners, edges, and centering. So you're getting a little bit of a rundown on that. Wiping of surface or fingerprint smudges. Those of imperfections. Pen includes a penny sleeve and semi-rigid. Estimate of the numerical outcome on the 10-point scale. And they do not fix creases, dimples, indentations, or alter the condition of the item in any way. No wizardry included. No. In <laughs> uh, last one here I'll include. Uh, pricing depends on how many cards. One to five cards is five dollars. Six to ten is four dollars, and eleven plus cards three dollars each. Any major uh, points? To that? Um, nope, that pretty well covers it all. Um, like I said, it'll be a service offered through AMG, and Rod has been doing this for quite some time now. He's been in the hobby many, many years himself. He's a collector, and he's he's very good at what he does. So we have go. lots of customers that come in and they'll ask the team, like, do you know what this will grade? Do you, do you know if there's any smudges on it, et cetera? Well, now you can actually have this service by just by filling out the submission form and going through the process. Then at the end, if you decide, hey, you know what? I want to submit these cards. Perfect. Send them over to the submission center here. Yeah, it's great. I think for a first time submitter mm -hmm. um, or someone that's fairly new, uh, like Sherry said, people come in and ask our opinion. But I think when you can see it written down on paper, um, Rod will be thorough and he will point out, you know, you know, still no guarantee what the card will grade, but he can kind of give his opinion. And there's also a comment section where, you know, he'll put small touch on the bottom corner, or, you know, print line on the back. At least you'll know all the variables before submitting. Um, and like I said, not every card needs to be graded. So uh, I think the big thing is when you can read it and see it in front of you, as opposed to verbally hearing it, um, I think it sinks in more when uh, when you see it with your eyes. So definitely uh, new to the, the hobby or first time submitters, I would recommend it. Um, obviously people that are, are veterans at this um, know what they're doing, sure, but um, for the newbie, it's good to get that, uh, I don't, you know, professional opinion, I guess we would say. Sounds good. And I will emphasize one more time. It is an optional thing. It is something, if you wish, that uh, it provides value to you. Otherwise, you can submit as normal. Just yeah. pick whatever cards you want, submit them, and that, that'll be available for you as well. So as far as uh, that is concerned, we'll move on here. 
to a couple of the products coming in. So uh, to start off with, Sherry, can you give us a quick rundown of some of the Pokemon? So let's start off with. Yeah. So we have um, the Mabastiff box coming out um, that has four packs in it. Um, it's kind of a unique box, I guess. Not the most premium box, but it's a unique box. Um, it's the only time you can get this card, sorry, the only time you can get this promo card in here, it was last released in Japan gym. So like a monthly tournament that happens over in Japan. They've never released it anywhere else. So mm-hmm. kind of special in that sort. Um, then we have the booster bundles for Paldean Fates, which have six packs in those each, which will be quite popular. So come and get those as quick as you can. And then we have the combined powers box, which has 11 packs, and it has a couple of um, reprints from the classic TCG game that came out a couple of months back there, the $400 big box, which we do still have some of those left if you'd like to come buy them. Mm. But um, yeah, so that's basically it on those ones, those three products. So I presume they will go quite quickly. Mm. And if you want to see a little bit of a rundown of what's inside of the $400 big box, we do have a bonus player episode that includes a player showcasing these items. So you can enjoy that. Uh, As far as some of these other ones here, uh, Steve, if there's any of these that you want me to take a second on, let me know. But for the most part, I think several of these we talked about are probably in a little short supply. So if you are curious about availability, you might want to check in on that. You know, use any of the communication mediums directly for the store or give them a call and uh, let them know and probably the best way to check availability. But also when it comes to some of the stuff that's less available, you may want to run in and just grab it right away. Just uh, something to bear in mind. So we got 2023 Leaf History Book Sports uh, Edition Chapter 1. I'm less familiar with this one, This is, but this is one you can check out. It is a little bit more limited supply in the store anyway. Uh, 2023 Tops 5 Star Baseball, which is more of a premium brand uh, for Tops in that lineup. Then we have two different sets. We've got the Collector's Edition and the regular of the Garbage Pail Kids, uh, TC Series 1. Uh, and the collector's edition as well. So we've got that coming out of tops. They've been they've made pretty good hay of the garbage pill kids over the years. They've that's been going on a long time, but obviously this is the more current iteration, 2024. And the one that will take a couple of minutes here on just a little bit is going to be 2023 Tops Chrome Formula One. So if you're into the racing, not too familiar myself, but I know that there is uh, quite a genre of folks who do enjoy it, especially since I think it was Drive to Survive uh, was the series they came out. And all of a sudden, everybody was an expert on Formula One. <laughs> I never watched it, so I can't I can't say too much about it. But I know that the Netflix series definitely took it off. So here's Topps Chrome, kind of what you would expect from Topps Chrome as far as design-wise, as far as the product-wise. Uh, but you do can see a little bit of it. And I will include a link to Cardboard Connections so that you can see the rundown. Complement of refractors. You're looking for color. You're looking for refractors. You're looking for the numbered variants. A lot of that is going to be part of it. Uh, I won't even pretend. I know Max Verstappen here is one of the very popular drivers. Lewis Hamilton is one of the popular drivers. And that's about the extent of my Formula One knowledge. I have exhausted it. That's all I got. But I will say that we do have a lot of parallels included in it. I'm not going to read off this list because we got two entire columns of them. But you can see there's quite a number of them, including the infamous superfractors, the printing plates, variations on the X-Fractor, and a lot of racing-themed ones. Because you do have the purple checkered flag, for example, the red checkered flag, the orange checkered flag. So thematically appropriate, uh, given what we're talking about. So that works out. You do have image variations and celebration variations. So you do have a couple of short printed versions of those. And then your standard inserts, a variety, including these ones. This actually looks kind of cool. It's a little abstract there with the location. So that's kind of fun. Autographs, as you would expect, which is great. 
And the rundown here on it is four cards per pack, 20 packs per box, and 12 boxes per case. That's what you're going to be looking for. So you're going to get 80 cards inside of every single box, and that's something you can check out. And if you got questions about it, you can ask about current availability in the store the same way as the other ones. Anything else you want to add or touch on that for that one, Steve? Uh, yeah, again, I'm not much of a, an F1 guy, but I do know there seems to be a lot more interest uh, in this issue compared to last year's. Um, I guess there's a couple of good uh, new rookie cards. I think one of them was that Os Oscar Piastri or however you say his name. Um, you know, especially people will be hunting, you know, the super fractors and stuff like that. A little bit higher end product uh, price point wise, but there's probably been, you know, the most hype over a a driving or racing product in the last couple of years. Um, we have a half decent supply on this. So you mm -hmm. definitely want to get in um, within the first week because I anticipate it selling out. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. So I think with those ones there, we're going to go into now a little bit of clear cut. We did talk about, I think it was last episode, we talked about clear cut coming in a little bit, and we did give a little bit of a variety breakdown in terms of uh, kind of what you should expect for that. A lot of previous designs, so I'm going to share a number of them with you. So we're going to have some younger players and some veterans and some legends and a, a whole combination in between. Now, one important thing I kind of mentioned, and I'm going to reemphasize it so that we're on, all on the same page and being very transparent about it, given the nature of one card per box, you know, one card per box, it is going to be a very feast or famine product. So just know, know that going in, you are taking a risk. You, you, this is if you like to gamble a little bit. You can definitely pull some really nice cards, and I'm going to show you some very nice cards, but it can go the other way. So you, we want to make sure that we're fair about that and transparent with everybody. That way you're not coming in with any crazy expectations because there's a reason why it's priced the way it is and not higher because if they guarantee you more, then the price will reflect that. So just bear that in mind. I want to be fair because I know there's going to be people who are going to open up stuff and then come up. Wait, is that? Yep. That's how this works, unfortunately. <laughs> so, uh, so let me make sure I've got this set up here. Okay. So let's open this up. So we're going to start off here uh, with Caden Ghoul, I want to say. Uh, I'm going to go with that. Uh, so this one here is uh, got the little rookie logo on it. Uh, this is exclusive. So this one is a numbered variant. So there are some for some of these design, and I'll show you an example here in a second. But the, some of these in the number design do have numbering. And we talked about this. There's different levels of numbering. Uh, so there is a little bit of a variation to it. So I'll show you a couple of versions of it. So you got this one. They are, as I said, on card autographs. And they are an acetate looking card. So they've got a little bit of a see-through design to them, which is actually pretty cool looking. And they all come in their individualized little one touch with the sticker on top. So just something to bear in mind in the way they come in. And then here we've got Jake Ottinger. So let me click on the second one here. So this was a clear cut pride. So this was number to 99, Jake Ottinger. That's a pretty cool looking card as a Dallas fan. That's an, that's an awesome piece. And speaking of, here's my guy, Madano. So we got that going on. Same kind of design. So if you saw from the first card, it's a similar kind of thing. Steve's got it in his hand. We, we may be looking something random. out. Yeah. Holding it we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll see we're working something out there. But the point is that same thing. So here's you got a veteran, same kind of idea and similar design to the first card. Uh, there is also a numbered variant to this, and I believe there's a couple of them, but I've definitely seen the numbered variant out there. So it just depends on what you're looking for. Uh, you can you can grab one. You can try to build a little mini rainbow of them, and that's really up to you. But you do have a lot of variety. Uh, so here, same design, but this one is the numbered variant of Marc Messier. So we got Messier, and we got this one numbered to 65. So you see that similarity between the first one and this one, but now you've got another veteran player here. Speaking of, here's Ionix. So this one, I actually really like the design choice on this one. 
So this was the UD Authentics Ionics. And then you've got the, the nice spot there for Steve Eiserman to sign all the way up the side. I actually like this design-wise concept of it. And again, you still get the acetate. You get all those combined elements of it. This is a good choice. I like that they use the 75th uh, NHL anniversary uniform there for Steve Eiserman, just for a little variety as well. So you can get stuff like this in addition to more current products, Invoke Ionics, which is an older product. So you get a little bit of a mix and match. New players, old players, a little bit of both. And here's another one with a young player, Tim Stutzler. And uh, this one, Steve, so you can give the story on this one. So this one is actually two copies of the numbered out of 10. So you want to give a little rundown on this one? Yeah, uh, two, two customers came in. They always they always come together. And I don't know if you want to call it pack wars or whatever, but they like opening to see who, who gets the best item. <laughs> and oddly enough, they both pulled the same card back to back. <laughs> So um, I'm not sure how two of the same card uh, ended up in the same inner, but uh, we had a good chuckle about it. And at least it was a, it was a good card. Like uh, it'd be a little disappointing if it was uh, one of those uh, famine cards as opposed to feast. So, um, and then I was able to uh, negotiate a deal to get both the cards back from them. But uh, yeah, we were a little taken back when, you know, you see two of the cards out of 10 uh, come out back to back. Uh, too bad it wasn't Wayne Gretzky or something, but uh, that's not a bad uh, card as well to pull. Yep. Now, I believe from what it says here, this looks like it's the high gloss variant. As we said, they're out of 10. So, uh, you know, back to back. And again, what I mentioned earlier, it is one card per box. So the fact that you do your pack war and you wind up with the same card, I, I think you have to decide, do you go with the higher number or the lower number? Because they're both out of 10. So. I told, them they had, I told them they had to uh, buy another pack uh, to declare a winner. So uh, I upsell, up I guess it's called. There you go. Look at you. All right. So same vein again, same similar design. Uh, so this one is the, uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce the last name. I'm going to go with Corel. Go there you go. Perfect. <laughs> Fantastic. So this one is the one of one. So this one's the one of one, which is a, which is a very nice one. Uh, so again, your collector, uh, I'm not too familiar with him myself, to be honest with you. Uh, but at the same time, one of one, and you've got a goalie, and you've got a ton of goalie collectors. So on top of everything else, you got that. And then the one of one variant, so we've got that. And then the last two here, I saved two legends for the end of this one. So first we got Mario. Again, similar design to the first couple that I shared with you. Uh, this one is a UD exclusive. As I said, there is variation in the numbering. They're not exactly the same because we had the exclusives earlier out of 65. This one for the Lemieux is the exclusive out of 15. So we do have it numbered down a little bit. Legendary player, uh, top tier Hall of Famer, and then numbered to 15 on top of it. And then here, you've got the Gretzky out of 25. And this one is the UD Foundation. So this is the design they used at that time. They brought it back and borrowed it in order to have this acetate version of it. And they've got him in an Edmonton Oilers uniform. Again, out of 25. So a very cool looking card. Mm -hmm. So you do get quite a variety. And you were able to see here from this, a nice mix and match. Again, Newer players, older players, legends, retired players, uh, nice mix. Uh, if you find the right card, uh, for the most part, I think it's one of those ones where I said, if you like to gamble a little bit, it's kind of fun. And at the same time, oh, if you're a collector, it is fun to chase down some of the singles because you can definitely find some for your player if you uh, want to enjoy it that way. And it does give you a little bit of mix. Although, like I said, mentioned earlier, it is in some ways a bit of a shame that we do have to consistently go back to the well on the old designs and things. It's like, well, we make another product. We're going to go back to the well. Go go hit on another one of these. 
It's, it tells you something when, uh, if you've been around long enough, like I said, I, as soon as I saw the Unity Foundation, it's like, yep, I remember when those first came out. It's been a little while, but I remember that the design. But I'm glad they found a way to use it anyway. So just the same. There you go. So a, a good addition of what's in the store. So we do appreciate that. Uh, I think that's the majority of what we want to touch on this one. So this is going to be a little bit of a shorter one. Uh, we will be back with uh, future episodes. We'll bring back bonus player and we'll have a little bit of fun with that and some of the other ones. And probably, and Steve, you can let us know, if anything cool gets pulled out of Topps uh, Chrome Formula 1, maybe we'll include something related to that. So who knows? If you guys come in and pull something cool, maybe it'll be featured in a future iteration, a future edition. We want to thank again Al uh, for giving us the go-ahead to be able to share that again with you again. That was a really cool card. And then same as before, I mentioned it. Uh, feel free to include comments in the comment section. We do try to acknowledge them like we did in this episode. But also I will remind you, if you do have a more pressing and pertinent question, like the example with the card show thing, we obviously answered it. But if you do want to get a little quicker answer, take advantage of the social media and the contact points there, amgcollectibles.ca, AMG Sports Cards on Instagram, or uh, call the store, give an email, whatever contact point works for you if you want to get a little quicker answer. Otherwise, though, if you've got a general question or something you'd like to see, feel free to share that with us because we'll use the feedback to uh, inform future episodes. Sound good? Definitely. You got it. Awesome. So that'll be it for this time, this time around. We'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. And who knows? Who knows what cast of characters we'll see when we come in here. <laughs> Sherry, Steve, Collector of the Scallops, Collector of the People, and myself, we thank you for checking this one out, and we will catch you in the next one. Bye.